0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Behavioural Alignment. It's Wednesday, the 13th of April. My name is Samantha Young Fielding. This evening, we're talking about confidence. Now, here in New Zealand, over the past week, it's been great fun to bring people back together again now that the mandates and vaccine passes have dropped. But it's also created a lot of anxiety and some real confidence challenges for many people. And so I've been talking to lots of different contacts about how this has affected them. And I thought we could have a little bit of fun this evening talking together about self-confidence, where it comes from, and how you can get a little bit more of it if you find yourself in a situation where it's lacking. So I find that the ability to be able to care less about what other people think is a skill. And I thought it would come with age. But at nearly 55 years of age, I can tell you quite clearly from my own experience that it's no better now than it was when I was a child. So as a very sensitive being, I do observe others quite closely And in my own head, I'm running through the possibilities of what they are thinking of me. And I don't find that it's a particularly helpful stance to adopt. So I think it's really important to remind ourselves that when somebody is glancing towards you, they are indeed thinking of you. (coughs) Excuse me. In fact, we all do it all of the time. We all glance at other people and we all have thoughts running through our minds at that moment which may or may not be about that other person. Have you ever come across somebody in the street and thought what a lovely dress or I really like their hairstyle? But possibly you're not thinking about the individual themselves. You might be looking at their car. Or in my instance, it would be looking at their dog. And one of the other things that it could be is that you are staring at the person concerned but not necessarily thinking about them. Because I often find that when I glance at somebody, they will remind me of somebody else, maybe somebody from a different country completely. So I think it's important that we all acknowledge that everybody has thoughts running through their mind when they're looking at somebody else, when they come into contact with somebody else, but that those thoughts aren't necessarily about the individual standing in front of them. So maybe it's more precise if we say that what does concern us is that possibly the person is judging us. And I think that is getting more to the nub of the matter when we consider that somebody is thinking about us and that potentially what they're thinking is passing judgment unfavourably upon us. That is also a valid possibility. And again, it's something that we all do. It could simply be a passing thought, but we will have an opinion On the person that is standing opposite us or across the table or wherever it may be, that personal opinion will flash through our minds. But I think it's also important to clarify that if a personal opinion flashes through your mind and it does with the other person that you are concerned around, that concern doesn't have to become a worry. It could be a momentary concern. What is that person thinking of me? Are they passing judgment upon me? But if the passing concern then becomes something upon which we fixate, something about which we continue to worry to the point that we become anxious, that is a difficulty. I always used to joke about my ex-husband that if he wasn't worried Then that in itself was a worry. He wanted to have something to worry about. So having nothing to worry about became a worry. Are you the kind of person that will worry over something continually? Because that's actually a challenge for you. If you're able to notice for yourself that some other person may indeed be passing judgment, but you can refocus your attention elsewhere, then it's merely a passing concern and not a worry that is going to fixate your mind and detract from everything else going on around you. So I think it's clear that what I'm saying is, If you really want to be less concerned about other people's opinion, then it's important that you learn how to refocus your attention on something more productive and something that's less anxiety producing, that isn't actually regurgitating the worry. Now, perhaps the concern that you have is legitimate and it is going to be important that you do Consider this other person, this other person's judgment of you, but that can be delayed. You don't have to do it right now. And also what I would suggest is your own opinions of yourself are more important. Sometimes we can become overly fixated on what other people think because we're not that clear on what we think ourselves. So specifically, I'm going to now mention your own values, which things are important to you. It's really important to me that I'm able to delve into human behaviour, which therefore means that not only am I going to look at other people, I am going to have opinions and I'm going to be passing judgment but it would upset me greatly to think that other people were being concerned and worrying about that. So think about what's important to you and why that is the case. I thoroughly enjoy evaluating other people's behaviour. And it's important to me to be able to do that frequently because it means that when clients come to see me with their own difficulties I'm able to give them some options, some techniques, some one, two, threes as to how they can do it differently. But let's look at one of the other things that I thoroughly enjoy doing where others could be negatively judging me. My chosen sport or fitness activity is pole dancing And in the original, I chose that because it's exceedingly good for core strength. But over time, I have gotten into the whole pole dancing thing, and I've even participated in showcases and gone into competitions. And there's a different side of pole dancing that comes out then because you get to the possibility of being able to dance in a more provocative way, being able to flow your movements one to another, and also revealing parts of your body that wouldn't normally be shown in an everyday circumstance. It's obvious that there are opportunities whilst I'm dancing for people to be considering whether or not they approve of my movements, But there's also the opportunity for somebody to make a snap judgment of me when they hear that my chosen fitness activity is pole dancing. Now, pole dancing is super important to me because it gives me really strong abilities. It strengthens my core, which was the original intention. But it also gives me a much more balanced view of myself and how I feel about myself, my own self-esteem. So it's important to me, and that actually means that I'm able to put aside what other people may be feeling with any snap judgments that they're making. It also means that I've stepped into one of, I believe, the best ways of putting, pushing back other people's opinions. And that is the skill of assertiveness. Now, one of my colleagues in the world of psychology, a gentleman called Nick Wignall, defines assertiveness in his newsletter as the skill of taking action on what you really want, despite your emotions pulling you the other way. And I think that's an excellent definition of assertiveness. Because when we consistently ignore or put off what we want and need ourselves in our own lives, it teaches our minds that what we want doesn't actually matter. So if I were to accept other people's negative opinions or judgments or just small mindless comments about my chosen sport... I may no longer pursue the joy that I find when I go pole dancing. And that would be a true shame. However, I choose to assert that for me, pole dancing is actually important, but it's also something that I want to do. So I'm putting aside my emotions, those that make me feel that perhaps this is a less acceptable sporting activity, to take on the action of being assertive because this particular skill or sport or set of uh, strength-building activities is important to me. So, assertiveness is a skill that when we build it, it truly helps us to take the actions that we personally want to take rather than be so mindful of the emotions that are pulling us the other way. And those emotions, as we've already said, things like anxiety, things like worry, and the ability of our minds to fixate on them. So what I want to just leave you with this evening is that opportunity to increase your assertiveness so that you're able to be less mindful or less worrying about what others think of you. And one quick tip on being assertive is to not accept the first choice that you're offered. For example, you go into a restaurant and you're invited to sit at a particular table. Choose a different one and state your choice that you would prefer, for example, to sit in the window. Now, it sounds like a very small thing, but it's a practice activity assertion. And when you do this, when you ask respectfully for what you want, even though it feels uncomfortable to do so, you begin to honour yourself and teach your mind that what you want does actually matter. And it helps you along the way because it gives you that stronger mindset where what others think you can Very gently, begin to care a little bit less. So have fun with that this week. Maybe practice it and let me know how you go. And I will speak to you again next week. And I would love to hear what other subjects you'd like me to touch on. Because I try to pick what I hear people asking me about during the week itself. But if there's something I haven't heard of, please get in touch and let me know. Speak soon.